Welcome to Behind the Business Podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing episodes taking you behind the scenes of industry-leading creative small businesses. We'll talk about the real-life, messy behind-the-scenes process of what it takes to build a successful business. Hopefully, each episode helps you combat the perception of perfection within our industry. I hope each episode encourages you to keep showing up no matter how imperfectly so that you can make your own unique impact on this world. Grab a cup of coffee or wine and let's dive right in. Cheers. Today's video is going to be all on three mindset mistakes that I see creative entrepreneurs making all the time. These are things that I have personally fallen into, um, but overcoming these three ways of thinking has helped me grow my business quickly and successfully in ways that probably wouldn't have been as possible if I hadn't overcome these like mindset um, just barriers. And so I really want to walk you through these three today in the hopes that it is encouraging and inspiring for you to take action on the really big dreams that you probably have for this upcoming year. So mindset mistake number one is falling into the trap of all or nothing thinking. So all or nothing thinking is when you think that if you don't make 100% perfect progress on something, it doesn't count. So if you maybe had set out that day to, let's say, um, create a YouTube video and maybe you only got through like creating an outline, um, you're going to get really down and hard on yourself because you're like, well, I didn't like finish the entire episode that I had planned to film. Instead of getting super down on yourself, celebrate that little progress that you did make because your brain is going to register when something feels good, it's going to want to do that again and again versus if something does not feel good and you get really down on yourself for not taking the amount of or not taking the action that you wanted to, your brain is going to equate that to something that it doesn't like to do and that it doesn't want to repeat because it doesn't feel good. And so if you get really down and hard on yourself, chances are it's going to be a lot harder for you to like try and restart and like film that episode the next time because your brain was like, we didn't like doing that last time, so we don't really want to do that this time, and so we're going to throw a bit so that we don't do that in the future. Um, another really great example of this is like getting into a workout routine. This is where I have struggled with the all or nothing mindset for a very long time, and it has taken a lot for me to reframe it. Usually every single year, I have a goal of working out 30 minutes every single day of the week um, and taking like two days to rest or something like that. Um, in the past, if I was like chugging along, had worked out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then come Thursday, I just did not feel like working out. I would, if I didn't work out, I would get so down and hard on myself and be like, well, there goes that week. Like this week is bust. None of this stuff counted. Like none of the workouts that I did like really counted towards progress on my goal because I didn't hit my goal a hundred percent perfectly. Like in my head, I had imagined to, um, and so what has really helped me overcome this has been trying to be like compassionate and kind to myself and realize that any progress on a goal is good progress. It doesn't have to be perfect progress in order to count. And like missing out on a day does not discount the work that I have already done to hit that goal. So instead on Thursdays now, I think of, okay, I don't really want to hop on the spin bike for 30 minutes today, but what could I do instead that would still count as little bits of progress towards my overall goal? Um, can I maybe go on a walk for 30 minutes instead? Can I get on the spin bike for 10 minutes and only hold myself to 10 minutes of work? 
what can I do that still counts as progress towards my goal and not discount everything that I have done? Hey, everything that I have done so far to reach my goal. So that's the first mindset mistake that I see creative entrepreneurs falling into. Um, and the way to overcome this is to one, celebrate little by little progress. When you celebrate those little wins and that little bit of progress, that's gonna prime your brain that yes, we did something that felt good and that we wanna do again and like repeat and it'll help us turn that into a habit. Um, and two, think of ways that you can still make progress that maybe didn't look like what you had initially set out. Get creative with how you're going to make progress on your goal. And maybe you don't have all the steps laid out, but trust that when you start taking action, the next steps are going to be shown to you. If you don't feel like you're 100% ready and have everything perfect, that is actually the best time to jump in and trust that you'll figure things out and learn as you go. The second mindset mistake that I see creative entrepreneurs falling into is the fact that they end up over-serving and burning out from a lack of boundaries. Um, this is something that I have been through through several seasons in my own business and is something that I'm always actively trying to prevent. This can happen in a bunch of different ways. Um, so basically, I think of boundaries as a little protecting barriers on my mental space and my energy. I used to really hate boundaries because I felt like they would be restricting, but when I made that shift to thinking boundaries, thinking of boundaries as something that was actually helping me do my best and feel 100%, that's when I started loving boundaries and what they could do for me and for my business and for my personal life as well. So think about, are there specific areas in your business, um, maybe specific ways that you're doing things that is burning you out or taking and depleting a lot of your personal energy either throughout the day or throughout the week or throughout the month? Um, so a couple of quick boundaries to think about that are very common for creative entrepreneurs to not have in place are things like active office working hours. Um, this is something that I know a lot of friends when they have confined office hours and make sure that they are doing their best work within that those hours and then able to put work aside for the rest of the evening if it is. Another thing to think about though could be boundaries in terms of email. Email is a really big thing. Take email off your phone, set up an autoresponder to go out while you're out of your office uh, over the weekend. Um, do what you need to and set things in place so that you have the mental energy away from your inbox and away from your business every day and every single week. For me, this looks like pausing my inbox at the end of every single day. So this stops me from seeing any new emails that are coming in outside of normal office hours. Um, I also set up an autoresponder to go up every single weekend. And so I don't look at my emails over the weekend and my inbox gets paused again. Um, and you can pause your inbox using an, a Chrome extension called Boomerang. It works with Gmail and it allows you to set up how to pause your inbox, whether or not you want to manually unpause it or have it automatically unpause the next morning or like the next time whenever you set it. So that's a really good tool and resource for limiting the amount of hours that you're in your inbox. Um, another great tool is using email templates because that saves you a lot of time and mental energy in your inbox every single time. Another really good boundary to think about putting in place is how much you are actively shooting or doing client work. So for me, I knew that in order to protect my creative energy and my time and just like 
my positive outlook on my business, I needed to have really strict shooting boundaries in place. For me, that looked like taking a lot less weddings than maybe your average photographer, but then charging more so that I wouldn't be losing out on income from making that strategic decision. For me, I put in boundaries in place um, so that I wasn't shooting on specific dates throughout the year. So I would always make sure that I would never shoot on my birthday. Um, I never wanted to do a New Year's Eve wedding because I wanted to spend that time with family and friends. New Year's is one of my favorite holidays and so I don't like working over New Year's. Um, same thing goes for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I have had a few weddings that are a couple days after Christmas, kind of in that in-between week between Christmas and New Year's, but I felt okay with that decision. I would never take a wedding on my parents' birthday just because I wanted to be able to spend that time with them. Um, and I never shot on the 4th of July weekend either because I really love that holiday as well and just wanted to take that as like time off for my business and able to spend that making memories with my friends and family. So think about, do you need to put a shooting boundary in place? Um, and instead of thinking of that as something that's going to detract from the amount of income that you can make, try to think of it as you are spending that time actively on your own, like personal life, making memories that you're going to remember years down the road. And I always liked to think of it. If I had an inquiry come in for that date, I would tell myself I'm saying no to this, but that still leaves me plenty of space and time to say yes to something else that is going to come further down the road that is going to align with my schedule and my work and my personal priorities. The third mindset mistake that I see a lot of creative entrepreneurs falling into, and this is one that I've done plenty of times myself, is waiting until something is perfect, completely ready, having all of your steps laid out to, to actually start making progress on a really big goal. Um, so I know when I have a really big dream, it can, one, feel really like daunting, scary, and overwhelming because it's such a big project. Something that really helps me is one, breaking it down into really, really small, manageable chunks. Um, so for example, I always have a really hard time pitching myself to podcasts, um, and I really have to put a system in place in order to consistently do it, in order to get the results that I really want, like being able to speak on some really big podcasts and being able to impact the lives of their audiences. So the way that I now do this is instead of being like, okay, today I'm gonna pitch myself to five podcasts, I try to break it down and have every single little bit of the process done. I really like to do it on different days just because that takes off the mental burden and the mental pressure of having to get everything done all at one time and all perfectly. Um, so the way that I personally broke this down was I first took 15 minutes to write up an email template that I was going to use in the future. Another day, I looked up a list of a bunch of podcasts that I really wanted to be on, and I listened for some of my favorite episodes that I could talk about in my podcast pitch. The next day, it looked like picking out the five people that I wanted to pitch myself to for the upcoming quarter. Um, after that, I went ahead and put like draft templates into my email inbox, drafts. I filled out the templates with the specific like people, podcast names, um, specific relevant like um, information to those specific podcasts within my pitch. And then the next day was when I actually went out and hit like schedule on each of the five emails. So I never will like hit send to like send it immediately. For me, it's a little bit easier for me to think about just like scheduling it to send so that it's not as much mental pressure. Um, another thing that I highly recommend doing besides just breaking down your project into really small and manageable chunks 
is get an accountability partner. I am 10 times more likely to do something if I know that somebody's gonna ask me at the end of the week if I did that thing. So for me, it's a lot easier to have somebody who's going to check in and make sure that I did the really big scary thing because otherwise I will come up with some like random excuse as to why I'm not doing it that day. So loop in an accountability buddy. For me, this is usually somebody who is a coach or a mentor, um, but it also works perfectly fine just to have your friend check in at the end of the week to make sure that you did something that you really know you want to do, but really feel scary to do. And so I hope this video helped you think of these three mindset mistakes and ways of reframing how you're going to think about these three things within the upcoming year. I cannot wait to see all of the bold and beautiful action that you take towards your goals because you are reframing your mindset to be one that's going to empower and encourage you in order to do those big scary things. If you like this episode, be sure to hit the thumbs up and hit subscribe to hear whenever there's a new video out every single Monday and I will catch you guys in the next one. If you love this episode, be sure to check out my free masterclass for photographers to help you book out your wedding photography business this upcoming year. I chat through three key tips that you can start implementing today to confidently raise your prices and book those dreamy clients. You can sign up at manaliphotography.com slash class, C-L-A-S-S. I'll see you inside.